Uh, oh, Durbin. Mike Durbin is the next one, Conan. <laughs> the subject is Christmas presents. Merry Christmas and more importantly, Feliz Navidad. What was the best Christmas present that little Glenn and Charlie received? What kind of toys were you guys asking Santa for? It's from Mike Durbin, co-leader of a non-hate group. P.S. Please make K100 talks longer. I could listen to you guys talk about politics and current events all day. Way more interesting than modern wrestling talk. Well, it's interesting. Mm. Um, but we're not going to trust me. We record enough, Durbin. If you, K100 talks is anywhere between like 10 to ten to 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Mike Durbin, if you wanted us to talk about politics and current events, you could have asked a question about that <laughs> instead of asking us what the best Christmas present we received. Okay? So, Kazoo this. Kazoo this whole <laughs> That's your boy, uh, Joe Durbin. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, hey, could you guys talk about politics? Why don't you, know, you ask a question? He's like, got the Christmas spirit. He's been asking everyone what their favorite presents were. Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 67, the Christmas episode. I think this is the biggest guest list I've ever had on one episode. Uh, if you don't know, I'm part of another podcast and YouTube show called Get My Go. Yeah, it's a really dumb name, but we didn't come up with it. Someone else did. There's a long story behind it. Please check out youtube.com slash getmygo, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. So I have all the hosts from Get My Go on to discuss their favorite Christmas presents when they were little kids. Also, I have a very, very special guest of honor, ECW legend, the queen of extreme, Francine. This is a short excerpt from her show, Eyes Up Here, where I called in to ask her what her favorite Christmas present was when she was a kid. I recorded all these segments on different days, so the first part you'll hear is with myself, Joe Feeney, uh, he's the producer of Keeping It 100 co-host of the raven effect and the proprietor of the creative control network and the aussie guy dean galloway host of mallertown after that you'll hear the segment from francine show and finally you'll hear the segment with Husey, host of it's Husey hello and both members of the legendary two-man power trip of wrestling empire john paz and the chadster so thanks to all my guests on this episode please check out their respective shows and follow them on social media and thank you to the Disco Inferno for refusing to answer my question. And thanks, Conan, for the double kazoo. All right, let's get this show started. But first, some words from my sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. 
Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And I've got a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code Durban at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Durban to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And I thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. Joe Feeney, what was the best Christmas present you got when you were a kid? I'd have to say it would be the Nintendo Entertainment System I received, the NES. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. I was, I was desperately wanting one for a while, and the first games, we, of course, got the Mario and Duck Hunt out there, man, uh, combo. And then we also got the WrestleMania video game, the original, which was absolutely brutal in hindsight. But as a kid, I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And much like the rest of us, I'm sure I wore that Nintendo out like a son of a bitch. There were so many great games back then. Do you remember what year it was you got it? Did you get it right away? Was it like the Christmas of 85? It was, yeah, it was probably 87 or, or 88, I would guess. Wow, so you got it late then. Whatever year Mania came out, probably eighty-seven or eighty-eight. I, was, I think it I must was, have been eighty-eight because uh, it it was based on that feud between Andre and Hogan. Yeah. So uh, prior to that, I was rocking that Atari seventy-eight hundred. Mm. I had the Atari fifty-two hundred. I never had the that's, that's the rare. more famous. Yeah, the twenty-six was was the most famous one. Yeah. I didn't have that. I was too young for that. But we had the fifty-two hundred, which I loved, and I wish that there was like an emulator of that. There's a, so many different versions of the 2600 console now that you can buy, and nothing with the 5200. You can't even get it like on an emulator. I, I guess it's because of the controller layout. It was so weird. But that was my first system, and I loved it. Um, I did get that for Christmas. We got that for Christmas like either 83 or 84. Mm-hmm. And yeah, loved it, man. But uh, Nintendo, we got that late too. I think my dad bought a used one from his friend but we got like 10 games with it mm-hmm. and we got that probably 86 or 87 so we we were not the you know we were not the family that got it at christmas 85 yeah. and then so we had it only at my dad's house so i could only play it every other weekend so uh, my mom refused to get it for us mm. we only got it because i think it was the summer of 88 my brother's friend gave him the ninja turtles game as a birthday gift in august so i think it was august 88 so then we got the Nintendo at our house, so we were very late on that. For some reason, I remember Ninja Turtles 2 video game just being tremendous. Yeah, that was the first one was really hard. Yeah. 
but it was a, it was a good game. But yeah, the second one was the best one. But it's so. funny how after all these advancements, like you can look back and say Nintendo still had two of the best, like one of the best football games ever was Tecmo Super Bowl. Nintendo also had one of the best wrestling games of all time, which was Tecmo World Wrestling. I never played that. Fucking hmm. phenomenal. Well, you guys mentioning the Ninja Turtles a bunch there, and you know, for me, greatest uh, gift at Christmas was the Ninja Turtles van. Is this the end for Donatello? Eat this turtle breath. You got a pizza instead? Coming right up. It's the Turtles motorized pizza thrower. Hey, they're having a party. Oh, no. Bebop and Rocksteady and the Flying Foot Cruiser. Looks like they've got an eye on our boys. Hey, these dudes are a real pushover. <laughs> Michelangelo to the rescue in the party wagon. We'll show these hairballs how to party. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Only from Krona. And they also topped it up with, uh, so I got Donatello, Donatello and Leonardo to go with my already Michelangelo and Raphael. And I think uh, other people got me a Shredder and a Rocksteady and Bebop and all that. But getting that van, getting the Ninja Turtles van, that was cool, man. I was, I was, I was You're talking about the original Playmates line, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was great. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, by that point, I think those came out in like 87 or 88. Uh, the first wave of them. I remember being done with toys at that point. I was more interested in sports and stuff like that. And uh, I'd given up on toys, but then I think my brother started getting the Ninja, Ninja Turtle toys. And I just, I was like, oh, these are really cool. So I wanted, I started, I got back into toys and I started collecting those. So I had, you know, the first four original turtles, but I, I remember I had Shredder. I had the bunny guy. Uh, I did not I, have Krang. Casey Jones. Casey, yeah, I love Casey, Casey Jones. Jones yeah. yeah, that was a cool figure. Yeah, it was. Um, who else did that? Did I have? I didn't have many of them, but I remember they were really cool. My brother had more, but I think he might have had. Yeah, he had the party wagon. Did you ever have the blimp? No, I didn't. It was like an inflatable balloon, and it was like the blimp. I might have had the van. The one thing I remember now that we're talking about it is I never got Castle Grayskull, but I got the. Oh. the, the, the I got the heel version. Snake Mountain. Yeah. Castle Graceland. I think I got it for my birthday, so it wasn't a Christmas present for me. Go ahead. I had a bunch of He Man shit when I was a kid as well. I loved fucking He Man. Hey, yeah, yeah. He Man and Ninja Turtles was the fucking bomb when I was a kid. Dad, you yeah. want to say hello? My wife's looming, but she will not say hello. Will she tell hello? us her favorite Christmas present when she was a little yeah. girl? You're freezing. You're freezing under the pressure. Come on, cunt. She was well to do. <laughs> <laughs> she was well to do, so she had uh, too many to remember. Give me one Christmas, best Christmas present ever when you were a little kid. Barbies or something. Barbies. We're going to go with Barbies. Can we get the Barbie Dream House? Uh, Did you get the Barbie? Barbie dream? convertible. She had the Dream House and the convertible. All right, she so living, that's it. She was living it up. I had a van. She had a van. Maybe it was a Ninja Turtles van. Mm. Tell, tell her the first time that I ever did an allocation. It was rubbing a Barbie on Barbie me. dolls. <laughs> Dean uh, used the Barbie dolls for inappropriate things. <laughs> she says we all did. Uh oh. <laughs> all right. Well, that's good enough for me. All right. <laughs> oh wait, that was all recorded. What? Yeah. Ah. Uh, Francie, can I ask you a question about... You can ask me whatever you want. Don't uh, know if I'll answer it, though. 
let's go back in time. I want you to remember when you were a little, little Francine, what was the best Christmas present you ever got when you were a kid? What was the best toy you got? My, my favorite gift ever was my Cabbage Patch doll. I promise to be a good parent to my Cabbage Patch kid. The Cabbage Patch kids. Each doll is different, and you can pretend to adopt them. My baby has a real diaper. You can love and care for them like your very own. They're a pal. and the only one. I love you. They're each one of a kind. They're Cabbage Patch Kids. You can give them all your love. Cabbage Patch Kids are each sold separately. Each doll comes with a pretend birth certificate and adoption papers from Coleco. Did you name her? It came with a birth certificate. So it was something like, um, I don't know, Emily valentine i don't know yeah. what her name was that was a 90210 reference by the way <laughs> yeah so um, i was gonna say i was picking up <laughs> yeah. on that it was a it was a girl it was a bald little girl who wore a bonnet i can't elizabeth emily elizabeth mary i marie i don't know what the hell her name was but i loved her and i probably played with her for five years before i gave it up i also had a cabbage patch doll okay it was a little, it was a little bald boy and his name was ken and he had red Red corduroy suspender outfit. I Are you sure I that was wasn't a chippy right doll? <laughs> What's that? Nothing. What did you say? <laughs> no, it was a real. I'll send you a picture of it. Were you? Did you like dolls growing up? No, but, but we. You know, it was that Christmas of '84. If you remember, that yeah. was the hot toy. Remember that? Can I have two? Just want the customer. The customers were standing in front of this store at seven o'clock this morning. The store didn't open until nine and only a few Cabbage Patch dolls were going on sale. Once the coupons were given out to those few parents who would be allowed to buy a doll, the word was given out that the dolls would be given out behind the store, out back at the freight entrance. And then the race was on. Otherwise dignified, calm, mannerly parents broke into a sprint. Well, I, t I had to take what they gave me, and they gave me a boy, and I wanted a girl. I, this is my second trip around. My husband works here, and I can't even get what I want. I miss work. I'm late for work to get this for my little girl. I'm not going to tell my boss. I'm trying to get there now. <laughs> I'm so excited. We waited here since 7.30, and I was just ecstatic. In fact, I ran around and got another ticket. And within a matter of minutes, it was over. You did not get a Cabbage Patch doll this morning. No, I did not. How badly do you want one? Very, very badly. One woman told us she's going to call her sisters in Nebraska and Illinois to see if they can get her a doll. If not, she's going to drive to Pennsylvania. What is it, two hours to go to Pennsylvania? I think it's worth going there. If what? not, I'll try California. I have a niece that lives in California. I'll go over. I do because my sister had to get two. Yeah, one so for me and one for my niece. We all got them. See, a, a, a little boy who plays with dolls is going to be the best father. Well... That is not me. Someday. Maybe someday. But, but she uh, also refers to our old school LJNs as dolls. So, you know, we also have that going for us. Those are action figures, by the way. Thank you. You uh, amended your uh, previous I, statement. I've learned that in my time. Cusey, did you have a, a doll growing up? Absolutely not. No? Okay. We, we, get, we get called enough, but not actually by doing anything. So if you we did love, something... look, we love all people on this show. Yuzi, eh. we do. No, this is my show. We love all. Oh, people. I yes, we love we love everyone. So, anyway, uh, what what do you gentlemen have uh, planned for the holidays? 
are you out and about this holiday season? Are you? I can be, but um, you know, like right now, there's the C2E2 convention, and uh, a bunch of yes. wrestlers are there. The AEW wrestlers are there. I was hoping you would go. I was supposed to go, but I when when I was asked, I I had said no. Oh, for what well, reason? I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, are you are you attending it? No, I'm not attending it because they have like you got to show your vaccine status, and it's a whole to do, you know. So oh, well, maybe I'm gonna that's pass why on I'm it. Not going because. Uh, <laughs> we're not vaccinated so uh yeah. that could have been the the thing that uh, stopped me i don't remember so i gotta get back here with francine it was a pleasure to see you and i oh, will nice take you, a Mike. friday off in january and we can uh we can get together and record yeah book that for me okay let okay. me know bye francine thank bye, you buddy. Yeah, you, you can tell that uh, David Bowie's, if you listen to Ziggy Stardust at full volume, at one point you can uh, hear his wife's vagina and David Bowie goes, Ugh! <laughs> well, uh, but he never did really for him, so he never, uh, he never went all the way. <laughs> it's a great way to start the Christmas toy conversation here That's right. on the Mike Durban show. Jesus, <laughs> usually, <laughs> Jesus. Usually, since you're uh, six hours ahead of us right now, we're going to start with you. Uh, Husey's younger than me, so we're probably not going to have the same interest in toys. Maybe a little, there may be a little bit of overlap, but uh, what was your favorite toy at Christmas time? A young Adam. Well, it's kind of a cheat answer in that uh, it was Christmas of 1993. Uh, earlier that summer, uh, one of the greatest uh, films of all time, Jurassic Park, came out. Mm. See where I'm going? Eh? <laughs> So that Christmas, I was bought because because my birthday is on December eighteenth. So it's like instead of getting birthday stuff, you get one enormous pile of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I get uh, one of every Jurassic Park toy. Jurassic Park, where the giant dinosaurs live again, with all the excitement of the movie. Look for the JP Mark only at Jurassic Park. Ooh, wow! Like uh, on every level, like from the cars, I get. Three or four, what do you call them, Velociraptor doll uh, toys? Almost said dolls. Uh, hmm. I got the T Rex, which, if you can remember back then, it was a groundbreaking technology because it was like the size of a puppy and it had different kinds of buttons throughout the whole body. And the neck could move by itself, the legs could move. Uh, you could, it could catch other dinosaur toys in the thing. It had the car, I had, of course, a Jeff Goldblum. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> and uh, also, I remember getting the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive game for the uh, Jurassic Park, which at its time was a tech technologically groundbreaking game. Mm. What's the Mega Drive? I don't remember that. I wasn't a Sega guy. I was a Nintendo. Well, it might have been called the Genesis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. It was called Genesis here. What about wrestling toys? Did you ask for any of those when you were a kid? Uh, I remember getting a one of the toy belts when I was a kid for a birthday, and it and I realized how quickly I hated it because it was literally plastic with the stuck on logo, and yeah. then the, the 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 gold started to peel off at the corners. Like fuck this, yeah. I'm going into creative instead of in ring. <laughs> Did you guys have Hasbro's in Ireland? 
Yeah. Yeah. They they were sold around the world. Yeah. <laughs> they had Believe water it too. Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, lights. <laughs> lights came out in 1998. It was amazing. Really fun day. Food came in around 2004. Mm. Delicious. Did you ever tried it? We invented a paths and roads oh. came in 2010 yeah, word to, is, you might need to fact check all this so you can say whatever you want <laughs> and word is for 2023 they're going to start inventing uh, clothes over here <laughs> uh, that was great did you ask for any wrestling toys when you were a kid were you, or did that come much later when you were in your teenage mark years well that, that's well i had a i can't remember the you know you know the what they call ljn's Oh, yeah, they were like yeah. really tiny yeah. and stuff. So I had uh, a bunch of them throughout the late eighties to the early nineties, and then I stopped giving a shit. Although very nearly a few years ago, bought a ton of NWO figures off Amazon for no reason. But well, you are a member of the NWO, so I am that true, and I can prove it. Seeing as it's almost Christmas time, Eric, can I ask you one mild favor? Sure. Can you ask me to be an NWO member? Well, I don't normally step out on a limb without consulting Hulk and Scott and Kevin, but I think nothing could be probably more appropriate at this time because of the quality of this interview and the vast knowledge that you obviously have and your understanding of the history of the NWO and what made it one of the most significant aspects of sports entertainment and professional wrestling in the last three decades. It would be an honor to invite you to become a member of the NWO. Eric, I accept. All right. Actually, it was around <laughs> Christmas time that you were inducted, right? It was uh, a Christmas miracle. I was in the local pub drinking when Bischoff finally replied to my DM after four months. And he says, yes, I'm free, within the, the ne- but I can do it in the next 20 minutes. So I had to sprint home from the local pub. I'm on the air drunk, and I thought, this is my opportunity. And as we all know, the NWO was real, unlike all that fake wrestling shit. All those NWO things weren't matches. They were fights. Glad to see it was a normal recording. You were drunk. Glad to hear that. <laughs> like, you know, this one, I'm actually like drunk, drunk, not just buzzed. Oh, okay. But yeah, Jurassic Park, uh, to this day, like, do you, did you ever have Jurassic Park stuff? I didn't. I was ninety three. I was more into like I was out of sports by that point, so I was you know playing guitar, and that was my focus back then was music and guitar and playing with my friends and in bands and stuff like that. So I was not into toys at all. I took a break, probably ninety to um, maybe ninety seven. I took a break from toys, and then I started. I started to collect superpowers again. Uh, around 97 when I started going to comic book conventions and I started finding them. Chad, the prices back then, I wish I would have bought them all. Would have, they were like 20, 30 bucks, you know, for carded oh figures gosh. back then. Unbelievable yeah. prices back then, yeah. But yeah. see, I could say Jurassic Park, I couldn't fit that in around 93. I, there was too many other things going on at that time, toy-wise, to squeeze in Jurassic Park. So I remember everything, but I never had it. one bit of the Jurassic Park branding. And I heard that uh, Steven Spielberg's contract generated him a huge chunk of all the merchandise so finally he <laughs> was successful in hollywood oh. <laughs> what year were you born using uh, 1984 so you missed out on the original star wars toys 
Yeah, I, I, who will you hear this? I hadn't seen a Star Wars film until 2004. What? Yeah, because the the, the original trilogy never, was never shown or was rarely shown on TV. Uh, the the DVD releases didn't come out until 2004. So I said, I finally thought I've got to get this. And then it was just a worldwide binge of like, oh my God, where have you been? But then had I've gotten into Star Wars at an early age, I probably wouldn't have grown up to be the cool guy who asked Eric Bischoff to put him in the NWO. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Chadster, what about you? What were some of your best Christmas presents when you were? Uh, I could pinpoint two from the 80s, that for sure. We talked about it when I was on with you. Talk about superpowers. Yeah. Christmas 1986, the Clark Kent mail-away figure. That was yeah. a Christmas present forever cherished. I had to order it from the Sears catalog. And my uncle trekked all the way out to Staten Island to get uh, the Clark Kent from the Sears in, uh, I forget the name of the mall, but Sears out there. And then the did, big one. Did that, is that the Clark Kent doll that came with his uh, eternal nemesis, uh, a horse? <laughs> Maybe. Could have been. I don't remember. Maybe it was an accessory that I didn't get. Uh, the they, big they, one, took, they took bottle on a, on a polo game. Oh, had a soft oh, top. Come on, <laughs> it was a little soft. That's all I remember. Oh, you don't you don't get that one? Did it come with a Lois Lane uh, doll that uh, shit herself every time she came near uh, alcohol? <laughs> no, the, I I had the alternate one, the Lois Lane, where she used to hide in the bushes and she'd take out her dentures. You guys had some weird shit. <laughs> what yeah. in the world? What the hell? Should have got the, the Dean Cain version where if you uh, you you press the ass in his chest, he yells out right wing political views. <laughs> I, would love, I would love to have that to my collection now. Uh, Christmas 1987, the, uh, the the mega marquee gift probably of all time, the G.I. Joe Cobra Terrodrome. Imagine this. Deep in the jungle, you discover it. The Cobra Terrodrome with gun emplacements almost everywhere and special base for refueling vehicles. There it is. The Cobra Terradrome is really incredible. That's Dr. Mindbender. And now, look, they've captured Flynn. It's time to warn the Joes, but suddenly they launch the Firebat. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. Cobra Terradrome comes with Firebat and Pilot. Other figures and equipment sold separately. Oh, no way. Is that the round one? That is the big round one. Oh, my God. That was the... Greatest present ever. I mean, it was massive. You could do a million things with it. I remember the box hung around for years, and I would just look at the box and try to recreate what was going on because they had every bad guy from Cobra on the picture. My mom lugged it through Bradley's local reference in uh, what was it? What was it Hazlitt, New Jersey? The the old Bradley's that's abandoned now. She lugged it through there. She had it on layaway for like four or five months, and then Christmas morning there it was the wow. GI Joe. Cobra Terradrome, the greatest playset ever. Definitely. Christmas yeah. uh, 1987. But that was that was it. See, my birthday's in September. So I would get the wrestling figures and that kind of I'd get that at my birthday. So Christmas, you'd see all the off brands that you normally wouldn't get under the tree. And actually, I really like that. You know, I would complete Ghostbusters or Turtles or Thundercats at Christmas time, whereas the birthday was superpowers and the wrestling figures and G.I. Joe. So Bradley, sadly, right now is condominiums. They turned it into condominiums. Is it really? After all yeah, that they, time, they finally knocked it down? Yeah, that whole area now is like uh, houses, basically, and condos. Wow. Bradley's, Bradley's was great. You know, it's crazy that there hasn't been more of a G.I. Joe 
uh, reboot for modern eras because when you think about it, it's basically a cross between uh, superheroes, if you want to call it, and uh, Mission Impossible. And that's what about, why that uh, the the film that The Rock was in. Yeah, what about all the movies they made? Retaliation. Yep. Right. That was actually really good, but for some reason, the third one didn't come out for well over a decade. And then when it did, it was a Snake Eyes origin story. Yeah. I thought there's the total fumble there, man, of what could have been a giant, giant franchise. And I think that uh, G.I. Joe, given time, will become one of the biggest brands in the world. But then maybe it won't because soldiers and guns can't do that for the pussies there, man. Chad, what about wrestling toys when you were a kid? I mean, I just uh, Christmas wise, there, there's nobody that really pops off the page because, like I said, I think I got most of them for my birthday. Apart from Xavier um, Woods. <laughs> Pops off the page. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, I remember getting the Rockers uh, one year uh, from uh, an aunt and uncle. So, I mean, that was really one that stuck out. But uh, besides that, I think maybe later years, 92, 93, the, when the series started to get a little harder to find, that's when I would see them pop up. And I, I remember there was this Toys R Us that just opened, another local reference in uh, Hazlitt, New Jersey. It was a child world turned to Toys R Us. Oh, dude. So, you guys had child world? Child World with the yeah. giant castle oh, on the outside. This was like this was right down the street from his house. Yeah, probably about, yeah, probably twenty minutes from where I lived. <clears throat> Excuse me. They turned it into a Toys R Us. Uh, went the week it opened. They had the new uh, Hasbro series: Brett, Bulldog, Undertaker, everybody. And I'm like, look, I was like, I don't care what you got me. I really want that. And my mom's like, no, no, no. Wait for Christmas. Wait for Christmas. Christmas comes. There's no Bulldog. There's no Brett. There's no Undertaker. I got the Berserker. <laughs> um, but, but the thing, but back in those days, though, everyone was such, was such a star that even people like the Berserker would be but pretty the good. Berserker versus Brett and Bulldog and Undertaker? Come on. <laughs> I, I remember, <laughs> sorry, half. at Durban, I remember getting an Ultimate Warrior doll, and it was the first version of him, and it wasn't one where you could move the arms. It was one where you pressed his back down. You know, when he yeah. got like this yeah. and back. Yeah, and yeah. did the jump. That he's never made like any sense to me. He's flying across the range. Shoulder tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I was, uh, it, it was furious and it took me years before I was able to get the, the body press version. Yeah. I can tell you two more. The, the talking Hulk Hogan. I remember that. I got that for Christmas. The one where you pull the thing and, you know, take your vitamins, brother. Um and just to go back to the Marvel world, if I can, uh, the Marvel Training Center was a big Christmas gift. I don't know if anybody remembers that. That was a very obscure one. The Toy Biz. Oh, okay. It was great. It had an elevator, went up and down, you know, grappling hook, you shoot across. Again, the box, and this is another great thing about back in the day, the box art was unbelievable. If you look it up, you Google it, you see it, you go, wow, that is a, a hell of a toy. And that was a Christmas. I believe that was 91. Chad and John, did you guys grow up near each other, or did you meet in college? Met in college, but in grew college, up yeah. literally down the street. Okay. Uh, basically, a town maybe 20 minutes away, 15 minutes yeah. away. But we didn't oh. meet until college. Common oh. hall. I mean, at every place he probably would have gone, I would have gone, because we, we were yeah. just in that same general area, but he's that, like, next town over. So, yeah. Just, there was tears, you- like, directly in between us. They sold toys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yep. it was, like, ev- everywhere around us was nuts. Did you guys have a Child World and Toys R Us? 
Well, when Child World closed down, it became Toys R Us. Oh, really? Well, we had the Toys yeah. R Us in Eatontown. So that was when Child World was operating. You go down to the mall and you get off the, the parkway and there's the, the giant Toys R Us sign on the outside. I think it had a Kids R Us at one point next to it. But it was yep. like that was when it became Child World was the shit. Child World yeah. was yeah. amazing. Oh, my God. The dude. best toy store possibly ever. That's where and I got my WCW figures. I remember getting them there too. Michael Lubes. Yeah. Yeah. That child world. That was, I mean, just you, the one thing I remember distinctly about child world is you would go through the, the front door and you'd make this right. And there'd be this giant, just huge walkway aisle yeah. that then you make a left to go into the store, but you just would see all this stuff here. I'm like, like wow, <laughs> this is like heaven. Child world, child world. Let's take a look and see. I'm Peter Pander. Child world, child world. Know why I skate through Child World? Because there's so much to see. What a selection. Looking for fun gifts for children? I mean children of all ages? You'll find what you're looking for at Child World. And it's so nice to know that prices are low and shopping is friendly and fun. So you guys both prefer Child World over Toys R Us? Yeah, just memory wise, I'm thinking yeah. like they had like That's cool our shit. more like random cool shit. They had everything. Yeah. yeah, I only had the one Child World. It was by Ranhurst Mall, and we didn't go there that often. We had a Toys R Us at Golf Mill Shopping Mall that we that was like my number one toy store, and then there was another one in Evanston, and uh, Highland Park I think had another one. So Toys R Us was more frequent for for me, but. Going to Child World, that that rare time where we would. I mean, you can go back and look at commercials on YouTube. Their thing was that they stacked floor to ceiling, oh, just yeah. boxes. And like they had all their stock on the floor. Why struggle through traffic, waste valuable gas and money, only to find the toy or game you want is out of stock? Now is the time to shop Child World. Our shelves are loaded with the games, toys, bikes, dolls, and electronic games your kids want. And we'll save you money. And it was just from, from, from floor to ceiling, just everything you ever wanted. Just entire aisles. Like Star Wars that have an entire aisle, you know? Yep. We, we were very lucky. We had Child World, Toys R Us. We had Kmart. We had Caldor. We had yeah, Bradley's. Yeah. John said Sears, uh, James Way. You had, we had all these random stores that sold toys. Branchbrook, remember? Branch oh my Brook? God, Branchbrook. Oh it's a pool place, but <laughs> pool. on the right side was a toy place. It was weird. I was like, okay, you go there to buy a pool or pool supplies. And now, holy shit, they have random rare toys. Got like, it. you'd be like, shit, I can't find the Nasty Boys. That's Let me it. go to a friggin' Branchbrook. They might carry the Nasty Boys because nobody else realized they had this rare yep. shit over there. Pretty Branch, cool. Branchbrook had, a, uh, they had LJNs in a clearance bin. In like 1991, and they had hillbilly gyms, and I was there. I was there to get a bike, and I want my dad was getting me the bike, but they they had the Macho King figure. I wanted the Macho King figure over the bike. We had a huge fight, and then I looked down, and there's hillbilly gym, and I'm like, "Can we get that too?" And we ran out of there, getting yelled at, crying, Damn screaming. Yeah. Well, I mean, you other- know where you can find the Nasty Boy today? <laughs> it's in <is> South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, well, while some stuttering slob. Oh, trying come to record on. Shit cast. Come on, usually. <laughs> I uh I unfortunately am gonna have to bounce. So okay. I have to uh head on out for some fun winter frolic. What like the ultimate warrior doll? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just bring me out of uh the frame. Yeah. Fly out. So yeah. bounce off I, bottom right. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Bottom right will be now eliminated. It'll just yeah. be uh, three box uh, shenanigans. But I wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you for having me today. Thank you, Chad. Thank Absolutely. you, Chad. See you guys. Yeah, John, back then, there was other options other than the toy stores. It seemed like every department store had a toy yeah. section. It was I mean, you can, go, you can go to Montgomery Ward. You can go to JCPenney. You can go to Sears. You can go to Kohl's. You can go, you know, Venture. Did you guys have Venture? No. Uh, Venture was like a Kmart, Zare kind of store. I mean, those stores had massive toy sections, even bigger than like Walmart's. Today. Like Walmart, I go in and they just have like the the one aisle or sometimes it's just a half aisle of, of the so-called boys toys. And um, yep. I know that, Target now is big for uh, like some some toys. Target's big. Yeah, now. but their aisles are short and it's very just short. Like, yeah, yeah, half aisles. Yeah, Yeah, yep. it's a half aisle, man. I mean, we were spoiled back then. We grew up in the best time, I think. I know it's crazy because, like, Christmas, literally, He Man, G.I. Joe, Voltron, Thundercats, oh, wrestling toys. <laughs> it was like nuts. It was like, holy shit. The My turtles. Was, like, spoiled, spoiled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Robocop randomly one year, Chuck Norris, Transformers, toys Alien. One year. Yep. Terminator, Rambo. Yep. Oh. Rambo, yes. Yeah. yeah. Star uh, Wars. St- <laughs> Chad mentioned that he got a, the playset. I mean, for me, that's what Christmas was for. You know, I, I had <clears throat> my birthday's in November, so I got a lot of toys for my birthday. But Christmas was like when we got the the big playsets. I remember um, I got Castle Grayskull on my birthday, not a Christmas. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I know the, the big green. Yeah. One. Yeah. Oh my, that was fucking. That's going to go down as one of the single greatest toys ever, where it's like you almost just want to look at it instead of play with the fucking thing. Yeah. It's so basic, though. If you really look at it now, it's just a really basic, just, you know, it was a molded piece of plastic that folded Yeah, it's probably it expensive and... to mass produce it. That's probably why. It's like, let's just make this thing basic as possible. Yeah. And it had a few little extras that came with it. Did you ever have the Ghostbuster house? No, I only had two oh. Ghostbuster toys. I only had Egon. No, no, no. I had uh, Ray and uh, Winston. Oh, you never had the car? No, the I, d- I didn't really get oh, into wow. that line. Yeah, I didn't wow. get into that line. Damn. But uh, the place that I remember getting for Christmas was I got Snake Mountain one year. <laughs> it must have been 85. And then I w- I'm not sure if it was 85 or 86, but you mentioned Voltron, John. I got the Castle of Lions for Whoa. Christmas. Yes, yes. Whoa. And that, Damn. that was probably one of my favorite play sets of all time because you know that was another one that opened up. And I think it opened yep. two like two ways, and then there was a middle section. And uh, the, the, my favorite thing about that one was there was a, a gold key. All the Voltron lions came with a little plastic key, like a color or whatever the lion was. The castle had a gold key, and it, it looked like it was real gold. It was oh, so cool. cool. Yeah. Did you ever the cat the uh, cat's lair from uh, Thunder? No, I I was really into Thundercats. Uh, I had like most of the first and the second wave, but I never. I didn't even have the Thunder Tank. I don't think. What? Come yeah, on. yeah, and I, I had all of them. Like it was crazy, but I didn't have Cat's Lair. I didn't have uh, uh, like a lot of the cool stuff. But I saw Super Seven that that new toy line. Yep, they're remaking all the stuff. Oh my god, it's expensive as shit. The tank is like two hundred dollars. No, uh, no, no, no. So, the tank's like four hundred dollars. It's oh shit. Okay, yeah, so the tank's really, like four hundred. Layer, I think it's six hundred. Yeah. It's crazy as hell. Uh, they just made Jaga. I think he's forty five. But then Bengali and Jinx and the other ones are fifty five. So it's like holy shit. Yeah, expensive. Like you can't give your kids. 
the whole line fifty five dollars each. I mean, it's just that's nuts. That line is not for kids. That line yeah, is for, no. for people yeah. like me. You know. Yep. Yep. So, John, what were you into when you were a kid? What What were some of your best Christmas presents? From what I remember, GI Joe was like huge, like Tomox and Zamox. I'm a twin, yeah. so it's like that was like cool as shit. I was like, oh, it's interesting. If you punch him, he feels it. I was like, I don't know if that's actually true or not, but. Um, I love G.I. Joe. God, that was one of my favorite toys, just opening them up. Because my dad, you know, you obviously find out eventually, and it wasn't Santa Claus, you know, it would be like, wow, I got a shitload of G.I. Joes. Where like, he owned a company, and apparently their warehouse was like filled with toys. So you get them at a discount. But we'd get like not just one or two guys. We'd get the whole line. Yeah. So like if you had one G.I. Joe in the, in the set, you had all eight guys or whatever that were, were in the set. So our Christmases were nuts, like spoiled with like not just like one Voltron. You get the whole set and you get the all the guys together, which stupidly years ago I sold it. And I'm pissed because yeah. it's probably worth a ton of money. The, uh, the complete Voltron set, but that, and I remember getting all the Thundercats, and I was like, this is awesome. You got Mumra, then you got Lionel, because if you have the baby face, the good guy, you need the heel to beat up. Yeah. There was a few different Voltron lines. Like, there was, like, a Matchbox one, where it's just the, the metal yep. lions. Did you have the Panache Place one? That's the it one was, where you could whatever. put the little figures in there. Yeah, those, like, yeah. plastic, yeah. 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 That was the best one, I think. That was my favorite one. Voltron, Defender of the Universe. King Zarkon and Prince Lotor order another attack on the Voltron force. The Skull Scavenger and Doom Commander launch their machines of destruction, while Hadar the Witch creates two new beasts and their coffins. And on planet Aris, Keith, Pidge, Lance, Hunk, and Princess Allura stand ready to repel this new threat. Will they be triumphant, or will evil conquer all? Voltron action figures and vehicles, each sold separately from Panache Place. I went to the biggest toy show in Illinois, uh, like two months ago, and one of the dealers had mint in box all five lions, and they were it was like old crisp. school. Yes, the Panache Place Holy ones. Holy shit! And How much was like, they selling for? I think it was twelve fifty, which is a good. I think that's a good price, right? For mint in yeah. box, unopened. Yeah. Um, if, yeah, I was really debating to get those or not, but I didn't, but I feel like know. when, like, obviously me and you were probably closer in age, yeah. and usually he's probably a little bit younger, but like that era of like toys, we were like, holy crap, it was one after another, after another of just awesome toys. And you had to get not all of them, almost all of them, you know, if you could, and yeah. then you throw on the wrestling toys on top of that. Holy crap. My house, my basement, when I was a kid, it was literally filled with like, buckets and buckets of toys of like everything yeah uh one more magical thing about christmas and i don't think it really exists anymore john is the uh like a month or two before christmas like the the catalog would come out you'd be like a real thick catalog for like montgomery ward or sears jc penny kmart yep yeah you had those right yeah and you would circle them yes yeah 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 (laughs) Dude, but my, I just, funny, my, my son still does that because we'll get the the mini one from Amazon. Yeah, the mini you, you really guys. it's like a little pamphlet. They're I mean, literally dude, like we a, had like three inch thick catalogs, yes. dude. Yeah. And it was awesome too because my mom had a coffee table and underneath the coffee table, I remember we used to save them. Yeah. And like it got like where it's like, you know, the book is like this big and they're all on top of each other. And there's all cir- circled pages and highlighted and like, I want hammerhead from uh, you know, this thing. I want Thundercat. Uh. Yeah, and the cool thing was there was like the photography they did because it wasn't like the you wouldn't get it from Kenner. It would be like Montgomery Ward would do their own you know layout yeah. of, the, of all the yep. characters. So it was, it was so cool, man. Just, just somebody on the Instagram one you 
always posts. I don't know who it is. It's just randomly. It'll be like Thundercats, and they'll have pictures of like from the catalogs, yeah. and they'll take the picture of like you know they'll have the Thundercats, but it'll be like whatever series it is. Pretty cool. I gotta find try to find them on Instagram, but they always post old like Christmas catalogs. Yeah, you can get them on eBay. You can get um, all the old. Yeah, you can look up like 1982 Sears catalog, and that'll pop up. Yeah, Sears was a big one for me because it's literally right down the street. We used to go there like crazy. I love that. Yeah, my son for the little tiny miniature little Amazon one, he always goes through and and circles them. But it, it, I can't believe how small it is compared to when we were kids. Yeah, we definitely grew up at the best time. I I think you know I wouldn't I wouldn't want to grow up at any other time. Maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a few years early, but. Growing up in the 80s, we had the best toys, and uh, I think we had the best Christmases, in my opinion. Even, even like, random, like, Dick Tracy and, like, Bucky O'Hare. You'd be like, what the hell? This is awesome. I got to buy this shit, too. <laughs> like, it was awesome. Yeah. I was out of it by that point. Like, I didn't. Oh. Because that was 90. Yeah. You're right was, around 90. Yeah. 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 I stopped. So you that. didn't cr- collect Hasbro's then? Dude, for some reason, I never. I was way into wrestling, like WrestleMania two to like six. Those four years, I was like mega into wrestling, but I never had an LJN. Uh, I was out what? before. Yeah, I was out before. I didn't like LJNs. They were too. They were huge. They were those. You couldn't do anything with them. I used to have uh, wrestling matches, but I had them with mask figures. Oh they yeah, could bend. Yeah. Yep. Their knees bend. They're you know they just they were smaller. You could have better yep. matches. GI Joes are really good for matches too because they had GI Joes can move every way you wanted them to. You know, it was funny. I, I vividly remember too. It was like a Christmas. It had to be uh, six or seven. It was eighty eight or eighty nine. The Hogan white shirt LJN came out. Yeah. And the D- and I had the Ted DiBiase came out in the same set and the one man gang, their faces because when you have to play with them, you know they're hard as hell. Yeah, DiBiase's face was completely destroyed, and so was one man gangs. But like that's the toy hitting, and Hogan's fist is like destroyed because that's the way you had to play. They weren't that great to play with, but when you did play with them, you destroyed some of the guys. Like if you remember Honky Tonk Man, if you have you ever see somebody selling it, the face is like completely destroyed. It's almost like turned blue because he's, the heels always got beat up. But I remember opening the box, like, oh, this is awesome, Hogan, and then finding another guy to play with. But they they almost weighed like five pounds each. Yeah. If you ever had the King Kong Bundy one or seen it, it's like 15 pounds. You could yeah. literally knock somebody out and kill somebody with the Bundy one. But like, you had to like – they weren't very easy and fun to, to play with. They are a little harder. All right, guys. Well, this is a great conversation, and I'm happy that you had toys, Hughie. I'm happy you guys – yeah, Thank and I'll yeah. Ireland or Scotland or whatever the hell you are. Yeah. We have food. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank my very special guests, John Paz, Dean the Aussie Guy, Husey, Joe Feeney, the Chadster, and especially Conan, Disco, and Francine. I hope everyone has a great Christmas. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>